one invites you. She brushed the hair from her brow with her forearm and sat back on her heels. Anna had noticed a moving van unloading the day before, and she concluded she was meeting one of her new neighbors. Have you moved into the house next door? Uh-huh. We're going to live here now. I like it because I get to look right out my bedroom window and see the water. I saw a seal, too. In Indiana, you only see them in the zoo. Can I come over? Of course you can. Anna set her garden spade aside as the girl stepped through the rose bushes. In her arms was a wriggling puppy. And who do we have here? This is Daisy. The child pressed a loving kiss to the top of the puppy's head. She's a golden retriever. I got to pick her out myself right before we left Indiana. She got to fly in the plane with us, and we were hardly scared at all. I have to take good care of her and give her food and water and brush her and everything because she's my responsibility. She's very beautiful, Anna said soberly. And very heavy, she imagined, for a little girl of five or six. She held out her arms. May I? Do you like dogs? The little girl kept chattering as she passed Daisy over. I do. I like dogs and cats and everything. Even the hamsters Billy Walker has. Someday I'm going to have a horse, too. We'll have to see about that. That's what my daddy says. We'll have to see about that. Utterly charmed, Anna stroked the puppy as she sniffed and licked at her. The child was as sweet as sunshine. I'm very fond of dogs and cats and everything, Anna told her. My cousin has horses, two big ones and a brand new baby. Really? The child squatted down and began to pet the sleeping cat. Can I see them? He doesn't live far, so perhaps one day. We'll have to ask your parents. My mommy went to heaven. She's an angel now. Anna's heart broke a little. Reaching out, she touched the shiny hair and opened herself. There was no pain here, and that was a relief. The memories were good ones. At the touch, the child looked up and smiled. I'm Jessica, she said, but you can call me Jessie. I'm Anastasia. Because it was too much to resist, Anna bent down and kissed the pert nose. But you can call me Anna. Introductions over, Jessie settled down to bombard Anna with questions, filtering information about herself through the bright chatter. She'd just had a birthday and was six. She would be starting first grade in her brand new school on Tuesday. Her favorite color was purple, and she hated lima beans more than anything. Could Anna show her how to plant flowers? Did her cat have a name? Did she have any little girls? Why not? So they sat in the sunshine, a bright pixie of a girl in pink rompers and a woman with garden dirt smearing her shorts and her lightly tanned legs, while Quigley the cat ignored the playful attentions of Daisy the dog. Anna's long, wheat-colored hair was tied carelessly back, and the occasional wisp worked free of the band to dance in the wind around her face. She wore no cosmetics. Her fragile, heartbreaking beauty was as natural as her power, a combination of Celtic bones, smoky eyes, the wide, poetically sculptured Donovan mouth, and something more nebulous. Her face was the mirror of a giving heart. The pup marched over to sniff at the herbs in her rockery. Anna laughed at something Jessica said. Jessie! The voice swept over the hedge of roses, deeply male and touched with exasperation and concern. Jessica Alice Sawyer! Uh-oh, he used my whole name. But Jessie's eyes were twinkling as she jumped to her feet.
There was obviously little fear of reprisals. Over here, Daddy. I'm right over here with Anna. Come and see. A moment later, there was a man towering over the fairy roses. No gift was needed to detect waves of frustration, relief, and annoyance. Anna blinked once, surprised that this rough-and-ready male was the father of the little sprite currently bouncing beside her. Maybe it was the day or two's growth of beard that made him look so dangerous, she thought. But she doubted it. Beneath that dusky shadow was a sharp-featured face of planes and angles, a full mouth set in grim lines. Only the eyes were like his daughter's, a clear, brilliant blue, marred now by an expression of impatience. The sun brought out glints of red in his dark, tousled hair as he dragged a hand through it. From her perch on the ground... He looked enormous, athletically fit and disconcertingly strong in a ripped t-shirt.